0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to your destination for the biggest geek news and reactions in movies, TV, comics, and gaming. This week, let's talk the Miss Marvel premiere episode. And you are gonna find out how excited we are for The Last of Us Part One announced this week. Secret, we're super excited. So make sure you don't go anywhere because I'm Chris. And I'm done. And you don't want to miss this episode of Raised a Geek. Let's go and we are back welcome everyone to episode 59 of raised a geek i'm chris and as always i'm here with my
1: buddy don how we doing man chris what is up Tonight, my friend, <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, enjoying this evening, just having a little, uh, little relaxed time now after a busy day. But you know, I'm doing okay. Can't complain. Everything is good. Uh, how are you? How is how is Chris this evening?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired and feel a little loopy. So we'll see what happens as we continue this night. Was out in the sun a little too long. Got a pool this week installed. You're a pool guy. you become a pool guy now. Ooh, so we're trying to figure out all those little details that go into having a pool—a small, small, cheap pool—but it's still a pool. So,
1: hey, man, a pool is a pool.
0: Pool is a pool. It's something we can jump into, and it's you know been 105 degrees every day. So,
1: now are you prepared for the? I'm sure, like um, necessary work that comes along with being a pool guy. You got to go out to the pool and check your check your chlorine levels and and get in there with the old skimmer and get any gross shit out of there and make sure you don't have any green water i lived for a while with a in a house before this is before i got married um with three other roommates um men of my age all in our 20s so you can only imagine we shared a house for some reason the first summer we decided we wanted to get a pool so cool i didn't really have much to do with it i didn't have no Money back then, so it was just like, all right, I'll do whatever. And so, the guy who had the most money in the house, like, he went out and got a pool, so we had a pool, and it was fun that first summer. But then we realized nobody really wanted to take care of it. So, then the first time we pulled the uh pool top off, all the water was just green and like slimy, and because nobody did anything with it, because we just didn't care, mm-hmm. nobody had responsibilities. And like, wow, this was thousands of dollars worth of something we'll ever <laughs> use again because it's just <laughs> completely trashed. Um, but but definitely didn't have the responsibility and maturity level that I possess now at this uh old age but yeah so I I know it takes a lot of work so I hope you're up to it me too we'll find out
0: but uh that always kind of just seemed like something monotonous to kind of do and they always say if you keep up with it it's not that bad so if I can just make it a habit it would be cool
1: There you go. Put it on your daily list of things to just be something to do. Take care of that pool.
0: So it was a long day out in that hot, hot Texas sun, Mm -hmm. cooking my brain. So a little tired, but I wanted to talk to you today about Miss Marvel and some other geek things that
1: happened this week that's what we're here for man this is what we like to do so let's do it cooked brain and all cooked brain and all and before
0: we do and before my brain gets any more cooked i want to make sure you guys know that you guys can join the conversation over (laughs) on twitter they can they can over on twitter at raised a geek we got a ton of people over there a lot of fun so make sure you check that out so you don't miss a show you can also shoot us an email over at raisedageek at gmail.com. And make sure you don't miss an episode by liking, subscribing, and following this show, Raised a Geek, on all podcast social media services. And if they got away there, you should hit us up with those five stars, five thumbs up, five whatever rating visual aid they use. Give it to us.
1: Yes. You got the places. You know the tools. You got the tools. You can do it you hear really? everybody
0: saying it so you know what's one more exactly so
1: done. yes sir what 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 do we got
0: we had a the black adam trailer is finally here
1: mm, but yes. does anyone care <laughs> oh boy uh black adam yeah does anyone care that is a, that is the question i don't know um this this movie's been talked about for years and a decade a decade suffered delays dwayne johnson starring in the role as i'm sure we all know by now uh but um yeah like we said kind of just been lingering around and talked about and stuff finally got it started moving a few years like a year or two ago and dwayne johnson was posting pictures of himself in the costume so now finally we finally get here to a true trailer think there was a little tease before on like that dc day or something like that we saw this was the first um true trailer um i don't know what i got out of it is just uh the rock being the rock in a superhero costume this time instead of a fast and the furious costume or a you know a guy who fights a giant gorilla or a guy who climbs giant mountains or it's It's basically just that character you just you slap a superhero suit on his super chiseled ridiculous self uh this time i don't know man can the rock ever not be the rock in a movie like is he does he i've said this before i love the guy as a he's an iconic wrestler you know will always go down as one of the most charismatic wrestlers of all time um but acting and i mean he makes movies that make tons of money people love seeing his movies every movie he makes is just a guaranteed you know billion dollar whatever but dude can can he ever just not be him this looks just like the same character he always plays and i just can't get past that part no matter how shiny and loud and explosive this movie might look to me it's just like dude, it's just a, it's another rock movie. And I, I like them so much. Like I said, as a public figure, but just like the acting thing, I, I don't know, man, I can't, I can't get with it too, too heavy. You know what I mean? Um, yes. So does anyone care? I'm sure the rocks hardcore diehard fans will care. People still kind of clamoring and holding on to the Zack Snyder era of DC will probably, you know, really want to go see this movie. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know about me.
0: Yeah. This I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, it looked fun. As you said, I believe you you texted me after we watched the trailer and it was something along the lines of, oh, so Dwayne Johns can't be Superman, so this is what we get. Um <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like just like, oh, someone else is Superman, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and that's just what it looked like. Yeah. Um looking in a little bit more it looks like this like the black adam character was supposed to be introduced in the Shazam movie and then Dwayne Johnson wanted the movie split up and said they're t- it's too big and these characters both deserve their own origin story so instead of doing Shazam and Black Adam at the same time we got two different movies now Shazam is already about to get a sequel where Black Adam's finally getting its debut but yeah i struggled to find excitement hype for it leading up to it I watched the trailer and it was like looks fine I mean it doesn't look it looks generic it just looks like nothing jumps out at me as like oh shit like they would have really had to wow me because my hype is so low for this Um, it doesn't help knowing that with the way that everything works now in 40 days it'll be on HBO sure will you know give it a month it'll be on HBO and I could watch it so it's like well and then how long will it be before I actually watch it there so it's just one of those ones that I don't know unless I really hear that it's just like next level but I can't imagine that being true even if it's said now to its credit I did look through the comments like on the YouTube Mm -hmm. where the trailer was where I watched it and there were a ton of comments like one after another. All right, I'm here for it. I didn't know what to expect, but man, this is the looks amazing and like so the hype was there. There were a lot of people in the comments that were dropping super positive, which I wasn't expecting, but like I said, it looks fine. I inoffen- inoffensive like it's just superhero movie.
1: Yeah, just just a generic a generic like we said, you know, Dwayne Johnson wants to play Superman. He's getting to play Superman without being Superman. That's kind of what it looks like. I mean, I'm not gonna claim claim to know a ton about the Black Adam comic book character, but I was always just under the assumption he's Shazam's arch nemesis and like mm-hmm. they go against each other. I know he's a little bit of an antihero, like he can be heroic in certain situations, mm-hmm. but I thought he was just more of a villain. This seems like, you know, he, he's gonna be a straight up hero just with like a mean streak, like a badass. You know what I mean? Like yeah when Black, it was originally announced that Dwayne Johnson was going to be Black Adam, I was like, all right, he's going to play a villain in the in DC. That's cool. But this ain't a villain movie. He's a hero. I mean, Dwayne Johnson is a hero. He wants to play a hero. He wants to play a guy who's just invincible. And yeah, like we said, basically Superman. So I'm with you. My hype level's not really registering too much with this one. So uh, yeah, I, I need to just
0: kind of see yeah.
1: I think I need some people to see it and tell me
0: and at some point I'll see it but right. it, yeah. I can I can wait as of right now so we'll see. We'll see as it gets closer to November when it does release what we think. Um, this week Marvel announced a Thunderbolts movie and they got a uh, director Jace, Jake Schreier um, yeah. to direct it so that movie is actually moving forward. What did Drake Schreier do before? Oh he black widow he wrote black widow
1: no i think the oh yeah i'm wrong the guy guy who they inked to write this movie is the guy black widow the director i think doesn't have too many credits to his name i know he did some tv uh some music videos and things Mm -hmm. but he's not a not a guy whose name really will pop out at you from too much he might have like one feature under his belt um The one interesting thing I did see about him, though, is the reason he got this movie was because whatever pitch he made to Kevin Feige and MCU, I guess, blew them away. Where have we heard that before? I mean, we've heard that before, but I guess whatever pitch he made for Thunderbolts blew them away. So they kind of, you know, this one, this news just kind of came out of nowhere a little bit uh, for this Thunderbolts movie the other day.
0: Yeah, usually that doesn't bode well, because anytime one of those directors come in and blow him away. They usually end up not being making it all the way through the project because there ends up being creative differences. <laughs> Great, yeah. Uh, it sounds like Edgar Wright all over again.
1: Yeah, Edgar Wright. But I know Chloe Zai was a recent one. They said that for her with Eternals, um, and she got her movie made. So we'll see what happens with this guy. But yes, And then
0: you sent me something from a Twitter account MCU content where there's a rumor. That mm. the upcoming Thunderbolts movie will reportedly have Yelena, the Winter Soldier, Baron Zemo, US Agent, Taskmaster, and Ghost Team Up. Mm. And that's kind of like the Thunderbolts roster squad roster for this film. So now I mean that could be pretty tight. That could be cool. I could that could be I could I could be here for that.
1: Yeah, and I've I've Beyond those, I've also heard a couple other names. Uh, possibly getting abomination in there
0: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, he's about to be in She-Hulk again, and we've seen he's kind of a uh, you know a guy who's in prison. So that people are thinking this is another person that um, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character Val can come try to recruit for something, because we're following this trend now. We've seen her come recruit. Uh, John Walker after Mm -hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier she did the same thing with Yelena at the end of Black Widow Um, saw Yelena pop up again in Hawkeye but yeah we're kind of looking at these characters like all right where are the similarities there who could be a team of like anti-hero but also villains that they're kind of putting together their own quote-unquote Avengers squad but it's just the Thunderbolts Mm -hmm. Uh, people speculated they might be putting them together for Dark Avengers but it basically is they're just going with the name thunderbolts um so yeah man um the, the only one that is a big question is a lot of people thought for a while if they ever did do a thunderbolts movie we might finally get the red hulk mm-hmm. uh, which would be thunderbolt ross thaddeus ross yeah in which we all know unfortunately and sadly william hurt passed away so that would be one that they never got a chance to do which sucks because like he's been in the mcu so long he's been around since what incredible hulk so the second movie and it's like ah he never got a chance to for that character to finally transform into the red hulk which would have been great so they still may figure out a workaround for that if they wanted to do it but yeah this roster intrigues me um i've even some seen some people get crazy and be like ah, just throw deadpool in there let that be his first appearance or something not even first appearance but just have him floating in the team that was, i'm I'm interested to see what they do here um yeah Testmaster is the only one that throws
0: me off because they screwed that character up so bad in black widow
1: i know the the Taskmaster one would have to be either fixed or retconned or something you know i don't think they I, could go with what they gave us in black widow for that it'd have to be a new version like it, they'd have to deadpool it right just like give the name same name to a new character and make it more comic accurate maybe Little bit I think um, at least that's what I'd prefer, <laughs> but that's me I would prefer a taskmaster who could talk right, definitely, um but yeah, man, that's cool. I like team ups and like little odd teams, and like that seems like it could be a more street level kind of thing, which I know me and you enjoy, so we'll we'll definitely see what we're going to keep our eye on this one, Thunderbolts. I don't know what do you think about the announcement
0: yeah it I'd really. Heard about it right before we started recording, and then you sent it over to me, and like I said, I'm here for it, man. It looks like a good time. Um, we throw some of those characters and really see what Julia Louis-Dreyfus is doing and what Val's character was trying to recruit. Now it feels like that was forever ago, because we haven't seen her since. Black Widow. Black Widow. Where did we see her the first time?
1: Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon
0: Winter Soldier, but we ended up seeing her Black Widow first, because when there a delay? Wasn't there a switch because of that or something? We ended up seeing her on Falcon and Winter Soldier first, and then Black Widow,
1: yeah, her first appearance was supposed to be Black Widow, but Black Widow got delayed. so Falcon Winter Soldier came out before it. Black Widow was really supposed to be her first appearance, but we saw Falcon Winter Soldier first. It kind of got all mixed up there, but,
0: but now like- it's been very long time since we've seen her again, so oh. i I would like to get back into what they're doing with that. Marvel's really playing the long game with these. yeah
1: there's been a few releases since then so you'd think you'd think maybe they're gonna have her pop in again soon um it'd be it'd be nice she's like we've we've joked about before she's kind of like the uh mirror version like reverse version of nick fury just like popping up here at the end doing this little sly recruiting and putting together her own squad we've seen it twice now so i'm i know we all expect it to happen again so When's the next time she's gonna pop up? That's fun to kind maybe of maybe
0: She-Hulk, maybe She-Hulk, Abomination's on there,
1: right? Exactly. So that. maybe
0: she'll have something to do with She-Hulk. I mean, that's really out of the stuff that's been announced. That's you know, it's that involve these types of characters and stuff. There's really nothing else that attaches these characters. That would be the next closest thing that I could think of.
1: Yeah, that one would make sense. I wouldn't be surprised if we got something like that. Yeah.
0: That could be cool. Sure. That could be cool. Um, and last up for some announcements this week is there. we did get an announcement of The Last of Us Part 1, a complete rebuild from the bottom up for PS5 coming out, a remake of the game. The original one that was on PS3 back in 2013, I think it was.
1: Yeah, that's all the way back um, almost 10 years ago.
0: And then, yep, 2013, and then they did Remastered for the PS4. A couple years after that and now we're getting a a second remaster or a rebuild or how a remake or however you want to do it that looks a lot more like last of us part two and i watched that trailer like three times and i man just looks so good i'm so excited for this once again i hate the fact that sony's gonna make me pay full price for that thing but i'm gonna do it so i only have myself to blame
1: (laughs) yeah me too and you know what for those who've listened to this show they know we're unapologetic about it we probably find a way to mention the last of us in nearly every episode because we just (laughs) (laughs) because we love that uh franchise that much uh the core game the dlc from the first core game part two the remaster we've played we've played through them all um The Last of Us, and now they're calling it part one because a part two exists. So now you can, I guess, call the first one part one. But The Last of Us, the original one, now I've played the 2013 version, beat that, the remaster, Mm -hmm. beat that. Now you're doing a remake and I'm going to play it again and beat it. It'll be like the first game I've probably played three full times all the way through ever, maybe. I don't know if I've ever, (laughs) like at least a modern next gen, like PS4 Timeline game. I don't know if I've ever played through a game three full times. This might be the first. I know it's gonna be the first because I am buying it. Um love that world, love, love everything about it. This, like you said, the updated graphics to make it look closer to part two just looks amazing. Um super excited about the show that's coming. I know we both are in the game. I just everything about The Last of Us just is so interesting and fun to me that i won't be able to resist um like you said the full price thing it is what it is man i'm just just money i have a job i don't care yeah and i'm gonna buy it
0: and- i mean that's 100 percent. i know i looked they they put it up i turned on my playstation to play some destiny and saw the pre-order and i was like let's click on it and i saw that it's 70 dollars and i was like shit and i was yeah. like well i mean just prepare myself for yeah yeah september it's just gonna happen. I'm not gonna fight it. Uh, yeah, I just and then they had also announced that there's some multiplayer new game coming out that I don't know anything about, but if they have a story multiplayer and you know what, Don, we'll be there day one for that. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we most definitely will. It's not a question of if we will. Uh, yeah, they said the next the next original Last of Us game will be multiplayer only. Um, so think of that of what you will, but supposedly they're like it's in a world it's based in a world that's just as big as any of these single player worlds we've made Mm -hmm. it's gonna be immersive in that way but it's just kind of gonna be a multiplayer thing so I'm I'm ready for it I I can't imagine not loving that and being able to play in that world with you like how much fun could we have yeah we'll have a
0: lot of fun with that we're gonna have a crammed fall man Because if we got this in September and you know we're gonna play it, and then October we have Gotham Knights, and you know we're gonna need to play that.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Modern Warfare 2 comes out in November. (laughs) Get that
1: wallet ready and that that wallet ready. It's okay. Like I said, I have a job. I'm not apologizing.
0: It it uh you know, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years since we've had kind of like a a fall. Used to be that fall, it was at least there was at least one game every month that you're just like, I have to get this. And it's been a while since they've had those packed October-November yeah. timeframes. And this year is the first one in a couple of years that I think is, feels like that. I think I also saw
1: something like God of War 2 in November. Uh set got a date for that finally before the end of the year, before December. So yeah, I think November for God of yep. War II. That's another well, one. That's <laughs>
0: another one that I, I got to jump on. I haven't, I didn't hear that, but I believe it. I just broke some news to you. Just broke some news to me, Ragnarok. November. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yep, that wallet's going to hurt. Start saving now. Start saving now. But Don, I think it's time for us to talk about some Miss Marvel.
1: Mm-hmm. See Let's what do.
0: we thought about the premiere episode. But before we do, we want to let you know that this episode, raised the Geek, is sponsored by Anchor.fm. So this week, Disney Plus dropped another MCU show on us. Mm -hmm. This Marvel is here, airing the same day as Obi-Wan, which is new for Disney Plus as well, to mix Star Wars and MCU crossover. It is. Crossover coming.
1: That part is a little strange in itself. It's the first time, because, you know, we we joked about it last week, that Disney Plus is like, living on marvel and um star wars Mm -hmm. basically for original programming anyway um and to like have two new shows both come out on the same days like you're cannibalizing your own viewership in a way on your network i don't know but you don't have but it's not like they're on at the same time so it's true but i don't know it's strange it's like hbo kind of started that thing where like they do one quote-unquote prestige show at a time like we don't want them like living living on the same time slots or same. we want the conversation to just be about one of our shows right not two so having two out at once is is weird but it's you know that's fine that's just an observation
0: I think it works for this one well I think it works for this one because
1: it's two different audiences but at the Hmm. same
0: time is it two different audiences?
1: Yeah, because most Star Wars fans are Marvel and they're like interchangeable. You feel like we all like the same stuff, you know? The nerd culture people.
0: Maybe they needed to do this because s- surprise, Baby Leia is showing up on Miss Marvel. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guest special episode featuring Baby Leia. <laughs> yup. We called it. When it happens, you'll <laughs> see. You'll see. But we're here to talk about Miss Marvel. We were able to watch the first episode, Generation Y, um, about the newest entrant into the Avengers category of superheroes. I don't know what you call the heroes. I don't want to say an MCU, but the newest
1: hero of the MCU. Yeah, you can tell she's very tied in with the uh avengers storyline kind of like all those characters are mentioned or talked about or seen in some different kind of way here um yeah but this is miss marvel seventh seventh disney plus mcu show Damn yeah i know it's crazy
0: that was crazy so this one um i know we talked about the trailer before i felt like this one was geared a little bit skewed a little bit younger and what they were going for, and I mean, watching it, I think that's accurate. Um, we'll get more into that here in a minute, but just quickly, Miss Marvel is really just kind of a New Jersey fan girl of the Avengers who wants to be an Avenger of somehow, and is just obsessed with Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, and then she discovers her own super lineage within her family and has an adventure. And we're got one episode in.
1: We did. We did. We're one episode in here. And uh, like all the other shows, this being in the MCU is based on uh, a comic book. Clearly most of these, most of these shows and comic books have a long, rich history, but um, Kamala Khan is a character that first showed up in August of 2013 so she is a relatively new uh, entrant into the you know Marvel world. Um, so, like I said, based on our comic book, Kamala Khan is a superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics, uh, and she was created by writer G Willow Wilson and artists Adrian Alfona and Jamie McKelvey. Um, the most the things that stand out most to you is um, Khan is Marvel's first Muslim character. To headline her own comic book and she did make her first appearance in captain marvel number 14 like i said in august 2013 before going on to star in her own solo series ms marvel which debuted in 2014 um, now the show does take some liberties from the comics which we can kind of get into a little bit but in the comics she is an inhuman um, and she gains her powers during the inhumanity storyline which like basically had a cloud of mist come down and basically turn anybody who had an inhuman gene inside their body that's when their powers finally manifested so she was one of those characters her powers in the comic books which we all know and if this has been a point of contention which i'm sure we'll talk about too uh, her powers in the comics her power set is a little different um it's very similar to a mr fantastic power set where she has stretching abilities and can manipulate her limbs in in certain ways like i said very close to mr fantastic um they go in a different direction during in the show but um yeah it's it's similar to the show in that she takes her identity from her admiration of carol danvers and captain marvel so she kind of idolizes her and wants to be like her and that's where she gets her name and her costume um yeah man so like i said a fairly new character but here she is with her own mcu show so we watched it and we're gonna talk about it
0: yeah so i mean spoilers yeah yeah spoilers for me you haven't
1: watched it yet we're gonna die go ahead and watch it to
0: this show all in all i thought this show was inoffensive like it was fine Mm -hmm. it was on my tv (laughs) (laughs) it was a show that's that's
1: that's basically how you watch television it has to be on your tv a little
0: bit um it was nice like i there were different there were things that i liked um some of the camera and the cinematography was cool i will give it that it had a unique feel um, that they were going for with it. Um, yeah, the change of powers and it is skewing a little bit younger. So it's just like, okay, you know, it's very typical. If you've seen a high school show, you've pretty much seen this show for the most part. Um, the origin, like I said, the powers is a little weird because they wanted to change it and they didn't want her to be stretchy like they were with, like her character is. And they wanted to do something a little bit different and go almost a little bit more Green Lantern with it and give her her super bracelet. And that was kind of eye roll-y a little bit. Just like, okay, we just got done watching the 10 rings. Yeah. Do something very similar. Armlet, so you're
1: armlet, just like- Her armlet is almost identical to how Shang-Chi wears his power set yeah. armlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, thought, so-
0: I thought they could have came up with something better for that. And then even even when you know obviously as you just said this was the first you know Pakistani character and i dec- obviously that's something that marvel and disney have touted for this show as well you know making sure that everyone knows that this is the first Pakistani um character within the mcu but then i almost feel like there's there are moments in the show that they could have actually they leaned into it but i felt like they missed the best opportunity to lean into it which was like she kept talking about her cosplay costume and wanting to dive, you know, like I need to have that special little thing. And of course you knew that she was going to make it some form of her heritage and her culture, but I wish they would have went with that instead of her just like, Oh, I got this little armlet and that this is me. And you're just like, you can't even see it. It's underneath your costume. Like why could, why she should have went like full on with that costume and had it be unique Mm -hmm. and culture appropriate. And then she could still have the wristbands on, but like the rest of the costume was just normal. And you're like, that's enough. That's enough of your culture to make you happy. Just, you know, it just felt like cheap plot.
1: Yeah. Um, No, I I agree with you there. Um, But
0: that scene at the cosplay thing was inadvertently hilarious. (laughs) How so? Uh, because that ant-man head just kept rolling how big right. was that it seemed like it kept getting bigger and kept gaining more momentum so who built this right. building that has these slanted floors that create this such a ramp for this giant head
1: i was thinking that too i was like things usually lose momentum after a while but that's like the thing kept rolling that's like that old commercial oh my god this is going off on such a tangent <laughs> <laughs> there is some old commercial where uh the the son and the dog the, the son and the mom were having like a, a water fight in the kitchen because the son accidentally sprayed her with he like had a shook up two liter of pop and when he opened it it sprayed the mom and you thought the mom was gonna be mad and he was like oh but, but then she started spraying him with the kitchen hose and then he started spraying her with the water bottle after the fizz had run out and I was like that wouldn't still be spraying like that <laughs> <laughs> Like after that first shakeup of that two liter, that'd be done. But he's he's holding it and shooting like a damn hose. I was like, that's not how that works. Same <laughs> way with that Ant Man head; it wouldn't have not have kept rolling across that room. Uh, that's funny. But then yeah. it like mouse
0: trapped on everybody. Like it then hit a wall that knocked down a pillar, which then knocked down Monier hanging from the the ceiling. And yeah. then that girl got hit with this giant hammer of Thor coming from the sky
1: i think i was wa- that part i was watching this with my wife and when she got hit with that hammer she was like she's dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much and then, then, you, then they show it in the air and she's just like hanging on and she's like oh! yeah. i was like oh my god she probably would have died
1: yeah that was pretty silly
0: so it just kept going that scene just kept going and it just kept
1: giving me laughs, <laughs> but yeah
0: oh my god she died
1: <laughs> um I don't know, man. I think we overall maybe feel the same with a few differences. But I I think it's, to me, when I think about this show, what it's going to be overall, my mind has just landed upon. It's a six-episode show that I fully realize, before I even watch this first one, that I know that it's made for a different generation Mm -hmm. of people. Um, But I just hope to appreciate it for what it is. Like I'm watching this show knowing that um I don't go to the comic book store and buy Miss Marvel comics. Um not to say that I think the character is bad in any way, but I know when I'm looking at a Miss Marvel comic in the comic store that I'm like, ah, that's not a book for me. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm I'm 39 years old, the coming of age stories have just kind of passed me by and that's in any medium you know what i mean i don't fully relate to them in the way that i might have at a younger age yes not saying they're bad stories but i just know that they're like not something i would if this was a movie i probably wouldn't go see it i would watch it eventually but i wouldn't go out of my way to be like i'm going to see a coming of age story of a young you know superhero yeah but then on the other side of the coin, like I went and saw all the Spider-Man movies, which are the you know similar, but I just fucking love Spider-Man and always have. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I go see those. So it, it, it's it's a little weird. I mean, um, but I'm with you. I thought the show was inoffensive and fun and colorful and vibrant, and you know had a lot of. The main thing I'm taking from it is I like that it feels like a nice departure from Marvel just after what we just recently got coming out of Moon Knight and Doctor Strange 2, which were very bleak and dark and telling stories of a man with, um, you know, personality disorder and then a woman grieving and killing everyone because her kids are dead and then now you get just imaginary kids are dead imaginary kids are dead exactly but then after that so now we're going into a show it's like oh just a you know a a teenage girl trying to find her place in the world and just being a huge nerd fan of the avengers and everything's colorful and see her drawings and while this is not the most exciting thing i've ever watched i can just appreciate the lightness of it you know what i mean 100 percent 100 percent like I said, I really enjoyed the
0: cinematography, the way it's put together, the colorfulness. Like I said, it's fun. It's a yeah. fun little, like I said, uh, show. I really liked the different representation of adults on this. I thought her parents were well done. Like they, they seemed very realistic compared to normal TV parents. Normal TV parents are usually either non-existent. Like I said, I'm watching Stranger Things right now. Where are the adults in this world? Um, they have all these crazy scenarios that are happening with bullies and all these kids, and there's not an adult anywhere. There's no adults at the roller rink. It's just all kids. Like, kids just run the roller rink. Like, come on. Um,
1: <laughs> right. right.
0: But, and for those who watch Stranger Things, you know what I'm talking about.
1: the. Uh, Everybody watches it. They know. Yeah.
0: So, but this show, her parents, they're they're, treat- they're treated like real people. Mm-hmm. You know, they had that scene where she was like, you know, the mom came in and it's like, "Hey, okay, you're gonna, you can go to the convention, which really was not a convention, but I've never been to a convention like that before. It looked like a circus,
1: but it looked like a underground rave, Avengers rave for teenagers. Yeah,
0: um, but like, you know, hey, you can finally go to this." And they like we're trying to meet her halfway and trying to do this. And and then once again, maybe it's just that I'm old that I'm I'm looking at the parents. I'm like, I identify with those characters.
1: But that's what I was gonna say. We're like closer in age to the parents <laughs> than, than Kamala. So when she's being a little jerk and escape and escaping the house, I'm like, Yeah, get your ass back in the house, you little jerk. <laughs> like, I <don't, laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not identifying with the 16-year-old girl, I'm identifying with the parents.
0: Yeah. But I liked, I liked that they showed that the parents feel, you know, mm-hmm. like her dad's feelings were hurt, you know, and then she recognized that, you know, so many of these shows that are centered around teens or 30 year olds who play teens, you, uh, there's so many times where they don't want to talk to the adult. They don't want to share. They don't want to, you know, okay. I'm I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to deal with these heavy, heavy situations and then the parents and the adults always play everything so clueless. So I liked seeing these parents, these adults that had emotion had levels to them, you know, clearly the mother knows more. Mm -hmm. She knows what that bracelet is. She knows what grandma's was up to and they have a family secret that's somehow tied to this amulet that she wore on her wrist. And you know, the mom's going to have to share all of that with her now, but, I like just seeing the adults have more layers than just being cardboard cutouts of TV parents who
1: just let the kids do whatever they want. Yeah, you know, just being like a lame old dad over there. Yeah, you feel like the, the parents are uh, going to be more important than, than we usually see parents being important in a, in a teenage, you know, teenage story. Um, so it's, it's kind of seems like this show is going to be heavily based on, you know, her heritage, but also her family uh, life and her parents can take center stage at certain times. So that's, that's cool. You don't get that all the time. Yeah. And I
0: think that it is kind of a cultural thing, you know, it's like, obviously in different cultures, there's different hierarchies of families and how everyone gets treated and, you know, um, how you respect your elders and other cultures you don't, you know, so being able to see this culture represented where you could tell that she felt bad for the things that she said and you rarely ever see that on tv you know where you see they had an argument they were upset about something that they were the parents were upset and disappointed and sad you know the dad was like about to cry and i was like oh but it just yeah. it emotionally brought me invested me into the family the family yeah. dynamic as a whole i cared more about kamala because she cared that she made upset her dad right you know and that she recognized that and i thought that was really that was well
1: done no yeah i agree with that that is one of the things here that they seem to have gotten right the family dynamic at least through this first episode yeah um yeah could go to shit in the next episode yeah but from what we've seen yes the, the relationship with the parents is gonna feels like it's gonna be explored and you know also her older brother um so that can be that can be something that could unfold in an interesting way here in the future um what else about the show i was definitely wanted to ask you how do you feel this is kind of going off on a tangent about the show but this is not the first time we've seen this but just the mcu in general since everything that happened after infinity war where we know you know um uh, Why can't Natasha died and Tony has died? They both kind of sacrificed themselves. Um, and then we saw Hawkeye. We see, you know, there's statues and there's a p- big plaque in in the um, out there with all their names, like for the Battle of New York. We had a, an Avengers play that Hawkeye went to see. We have this Avengers con. How do you feel about the way they? Kind of make the people in this world view the avengers now as kind of like celebrities um and not historical figures like these people these captain america and thor and and everybody you you in that world you would be reading about them in textbooks like in the history textbooks it'd be like the battle of new york they'd be like you know they saved the world there whatever but they kind of view them in this world, it just seems like as, you know, celebrities more so than historical figures. And I don't know if that's how it would really be. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Something about it is just strange to me. The world's view of the Avengers is a little odd.
0: Well, yeah, because it's, they're taking our view of the Avengers. Exactly. And what we think of watching them in movies and comic books and TV. And then they're, like making these people act like that in real and yeah I don't know I could see where people might but I don't know if that's true I mean we have I don't know what a superhero would be but I mean we have war heroes all the time and they don't get that kind of treatment so
1: exactly like the, the you know soldiers in our wars we don't have you know have them up on billboards celebrating them <laughs> but in this world it's like You know, everyone wants to cosplay as Iron Man, but he's not a comic character for them. He's a real person that existed and died killing Thanos to save the world. But he's, you know, being celebrated at conventions. Uh, It's it's strange. It's it's just something funny I thought about. It is.
0: It's it's a weird like meta wink nudge, you know, fourth wall breaking like, hey, we're going to treat it just like they're comic book heroes, but they're real and yeah it gets very confusing it gets I gets like real how, confusing real quick
1: yeah I, I mean I like how this show immediately is tying in with those things it kind of makes you be like oh okay she's very ensconced in the MCU you know which is a far cry from what we got in Moon Knight who it seems like went out of their way to make it his own thing and didn't want to include stuff but sometimes I didn't like the inclusion I like seeing nods to the other characters and like, well, which character could pop up in this show? You know, might, might Brie Larson come want to have a cameo at the end of this or, or somebody, you know what I mean? That we've seen so far, that'll make this fun. Um, So the connectivity, we kind of felt like we were missing with Moon Knight. You can tell is very present here, which could be cool.
0: But what's funny and this this is a slight step back to what you were just saying about the treatment of these people. Uh Like, how could they be treated as celebrities like we could be aware that they exist but we don't know what they're doing like the reports for the news would be vastly different if this was happening in real life but -hmm. then like they had t-shirts that was like had Captain America on it that said I could do this all day who knew that he said that (laughs) (laughs) nobody knew he said that except for us It was like, yeah, the audience, we knew because he was fighting somebody. So he said it to someone who died. And
1: that's it. The general public would have never heard him say that. So that wouldn't have been a catchphrase.
0: No. And like, how did they see all these characters? So, you know, the Guardians, there was a dude dressed up like Drax. Where would he see Drax?
1: Yeah, where, where have you ever seen Drax, dude?
0: And I didn't see any like, I mean, were there news cameras? Like, who... Like even when, even Miss Marvel when, was talking about. Oh, she punched Thanos. How do you know that Miss Marvel
1: punched Thanos and flew through ships? Oh my God, you're on to something here. Like they had Groot Groot merchandise. Who's seen Groot? <laughs> no, right, and not freaks the fuck out. When, when when did Groot pose in front of a news camera for CNN or Fox News or whatever the hell you want to say? Like when has we ever seen Groot enough to the point where you could make merchandise out of him? I don't know. Uh, That's funny. But yeah,
0: there's so much of that stuff at that con that was for us and not, but it was just, yeah, it just got very confusing where I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you think about how they would be represented, and yeah, they wouldn't be represented the same way they're represented to us watching these movies. Right. You would see them on the news in like excerpts of things, but you wouldn't know everything that's going on. It's not like the everyday person knows the details of What's happening on other planets in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Right. And then you're, they're in certain projects, they're making them into such big celebrities like this show is now. Yeah. But then we had Hawkeye, where Clint was just walking around the street and nobody was running up and mobbing him for his autograph. You know, he went in to watch that Captain Rogers musical and only one girl knew who he was. You're telling me everyone else in that place didn't look and say, hey, fucking Hawkeye's here. <laughs> Uh, so like they're they're kind of going picking and choosing how they want to make them seem to us it's just it's funny
0: yeah it's funny i mean it is what it is but yeah i agree it's a little weird but it's a little weird but i'll i'll take it um i'll take it so now her powers yeah let's talk about those We, we kind of joked about how they got them and kind of cheap way you know like in the comic books she you know is sprinkled with some chemical that some villain puts into the sky that wakens her inhuman abilities and she's a polymorph so that is basically mr fantastic she can stretch and i mean she can stretch herself down to like a thin paper she can grow big we played the video game where she gets giant fists and feet and she can super stretchy and jump real far and do all kinds of stuff with her limbs now clearly Even the original comic book creator said, yeah, I don't know how. We did not write her in mind for live action. She is strictly comic book. She's done a lot of weird shit. Good luck to them bringing it to the screen. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, this is how they decided to do it and basically make her Green Lantern. Hmm. Um, So far, she did a little Hmm. stretch to catch the girl who didn't die from Thor's hammer. But, you know, she's the the girl who survived. Um, She caught her and that was kind of a polymorph stretch ability. Um, But she was shooting weird. Energy blasts from her hands. Who the hell is in a room with that many camera flashes nowadays? Yeah. Like, who uses the flash on their camera? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know where she was panicking. Like, I don't know what she like. All she wanted this whole episode was to be on that stage and shoot. As, as she did, she freaked
1: the hell out. It was really weird. It was weird.
0: Um, um, anyway, her powers.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I I saw that little article too about g willow wilson the right who created this character basically saying like yeah good luck um to them i mean i guess we'll we'll see it eventually when they do bring us the fantastic four movie because mr fantastic's gonna have to do that and that is one of the reasons people speculated they did change her powers to because they would be too close yeah. to yeah. each other because they are almost identical yeah and they kind of want to have that left to um him uh another theory like i like we kind of talked about was you know, they didn't want to make her inhuman because there is no inhumans in the MCU yet. So if you're going to do that, but you Ar- kind of Ar- would Ar- have to... Hmm? Well, Ar- yeah, Ar- I, I guess Black Bolt we just saw, but we didn't really get into his origin or anything. Yeah, you could have assumed he was anything. But if you're going to go ahead and do uh, Kamala as an inhuman story, you kind of have to do an inhuman's origin and make a bunch of other people inhuman too. Right. And I don't think they were prepared to do that yes Yes. um and then the other theory also is that making this swap is kind of a storytelling thing just to connect her powers like we just talked about to her family so you have a deeper story to tell with her mom and the grandmother why did her grandmother have this ambulance where did he come from who you know what is it what is it about her family that makes her special so all those things kind of probably Mixed together is the reason why they decided to change the powers. Um <clears throat> To me so far, I'm not super impressed with the way her powers look at the moment. They look uh, pretty cheesy. Yeah, it could just be, you know, they wanted to make her seem, this is her first time using them. They're going to, once maybe she masters them a little bit, it'll look a little more fluid and a little more, you know, succinct and make a little more sense. But just for now, it just kind of looks like, eh, okay, like you said, a just purple green lantern, um, moves a little bit, but I don't know. I don't think it's a huge deal. It's not a deal breaker that they had to change it, but yeah, you you would have loved to see her true power set like we played through in the video game and you see in the comics used, but eh, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll kind of see how it plays itself out over these next five episodes.
0: I'm sure there'll be some winks and some nudges to that um, yeah. and try to see where they go,
1: but overall, I-
0: I was entertained
1: with the show in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, like I said at the beginning, this is not a property that if it was a movie, I would have probably gone and rushed to the theater to see. Now I would have seen it because I'm a MCU completionist. I want the full story. We all know that this character is going to reappear in the Marvel's movie, which is basically Captain Marvel 2. So I would have wanted to see this before that because I like seeing all this stuff. I'm a fan. Um, Would it have been one that I seeked out to go see immediately? Maybe not. Just the same way I don't buy Marvel, Miss Marvel Comics in the comic book store. Like I said, because it's just not necessarily my cup of tea, but for what we got and I'm trying to look at it in that perspective, it was fun, Um, different. Like a nice little change of pace from what we've had in the past couple things. Um, but just with so much good TV out right now, you know what I mean? It's not on my list of things that I have to rush out and and watch Miss Marvel every day every time it comes out. I'm gonna sit here and want I'm gonna watch it, but you know, that's just kind of where it stands for me. Um, so no hate towards the show. I I'm, I'm glad it exists. It exists for good reasons um you, you know you definitely need the diversity and the inclusion and that's really important for for a lot of people like we've talked about before to see themselves on screen everybody kind of deserves that so i'm glad it's made for th- those reasons as well but you know i'll take it for what it is
0: what are the odds of we are seeing a giant kaiju battle at the end of this
1: why would that have, why would that be? because that's
0: happened in the last like 12 marvel projects moon knight they had a giant giant Kaiju's fighting in Egypt. Uh, mm-hmm. The Eternals had giant kaiju's fighting. Um, Doctor Strange, like last couple uh, projects by Marvel, have had giant creatures fighting in the sky. See if that trend continues. <laughs> See if that trend continues in Miss Marvel, a very grounded
1: coming-of-age story. Well, I mean, could be because you know, through this first episode, we don't know who this villain of this show is yet. Yeah. To be- They haven't identified that this first episode was just kind of getting her through the um, gaining of the power. So we don't really even know who she's going to be up against yet. Uh, Nope. I'm curious. And that's what
0: I'm curious about now that I'm glad that they got this out of the way real quick and kind of had some fun with it and then now see where they go. Mm-hmm. um and see what happens and what the show is really about so i would have liked almost the second episode to drop with this as a two episode premiere just to kind of let you know what the show is going to be about because very easily could have been like oh i could okay she got powers cool have a good night <laughs> uh, i don't know about super smart bruno sometimes i hate when they have those kids that could just build random
1: bullshit out of nothing yeah right me too everything and he just had something for everything i was like oh how convenient you little dummy like (laughs) you just got an answer for everything don't you you're a boy genius you're doogie hauser i want
0: to i want to know what that bike helmet was that had all those lights on it was it scanning his brain while he was riding his bike right uh yeah it was kind of funny but he was making alexas and just has cameras all over this girl's house and
1: Everybody needs their version of, I guess, the man in the chair. So if he's going to be that for her, well. Yeah, uh, it's fine. It's, it's just can. funny. It's just
0: yeah. funny when you when you do that sometimes. So Definitely. once again, I think we liked it. It, yeah. was, it was fine. But as we stated going into it, it's really not for us. But I will stick with it. So I was glad I was impressed enough with it to want to keep watching it.
1: Yep, we agree on that, my friend.
0: Wonderful to hear. Surprise, surprise. We agree on something.
1: Mm-hmm. We're on a nice little streak here. We got to have a fight episode one of these days where it's like, you're wrong. I don't believe you. That's the worst take. We never do that. One of these days, we're going to get there. One of these days, we'll have to find that that hot
0: take topic of a movie or film or something that one of us just loves and the other one just can't stand. Yeah. We were close with Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay. Yeah, we almost got there <laughs> but yeah we almost got there but the thing is is i'm aware that that movie's bad i just enjoy it yeah, yeah so i can agree with you i can't argue why that one is there so i want to thank everyone for checking out another episode of the show um if you want to join the conversation make sure you hit us up at twitter or on twitter at raise or shoot us an email at raise the geek at gmail.com and i think that's going to do it for us this week so for raise the geek i'm chris and i'm don and thanks for checking out the show
1: where geek is all we speak